if you're listening to this, if you're listening to this, it's too late. It's too late. It's too f- late, mate. <laughs> this is the Skelly and Maya show. And we're going to start in five, four, three, two, and one. And we are live on SM Show Season 3, Episode 2. And we have with us a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful guest. We have the wonderful, the beautiful, the delectable Makozi in the building. Makozi, please introduce yourself. So kind. Um, I don't know where to start. Like, I'm only turning 40 this year. Oh, but I, 40. yeah, I actually didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, Yikes. I'm turning 40 this Four year. Zero. I'm turning Four. 40 in September. Huh. Um, but I feel like I've lived the life of an 80 year old, and you look like you've lived the life of a 28 year old. <laughs> yeah, no, but actually, my biological age yeah. is 29. There you go. Oh, like, um, because you know, you have the a meta- chron- yeah. metabolic age, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, you have the chronological yeah. age, yeah, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. 39 turning 40, mm-hmm. but my biological age is 29. Oh, that makes good. a lot of sense, yeah. it does. And what you said about living the life of an 80 year old, because I feel like I've known you in different segments as well, like, like different reinventions, and like, yeah, and it just you've stayed relevant so long, and yeah. So, because I'm going to bring something back with that, okay, as to how we actually first met. Okay. I don't think you even remember how we I probably remember if you juggle my memory. Yeah, okay. We're going to do that at some point in the show, though. So, yeah. um, I just feel like uh, I've lived the life of uh, of an 80-year-old, besides being a nurse, a cardiac nurse. It's like my first degree. And then um, I wandered off to reality TV, Big Mm -hmm, Brother UK. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then I went to Dubai to study journalism. Oh, wow. And then still in Dubai... I studied uh, life coaching, so now I'm a master coach. I don't know what I'm going to be in two years' time, but for now, I'm a master coach. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> okay. I actually saw that on your Instagram bio, yeah. the, the life coach thing, and that's, yeah. that's good. And I, in fact, I, I think I, I know somebody who's one of your you know, mentees or students. What do you okay. call, what do you call people? Oh, one of the clients. Yeah. clients. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, first of all, shout out to all the nurses, because my mom is a nurse. So. Yeah. God bless you all. And then, but that's such a change from nursing to journalism. Journalism. What what brought that about? But then this is the thing, like, you know, whatever you think you are, you're more than that. Okay, okay. Like, whatever you can ever think you are, you're more than that. You, Hmm. you, you, one thing that I have been blessed with and I'm lucky with Mm -hmm. is I don't have any boundaries. Hmm. So once you put a boundary around something, you've contained whatever... So like no limitations. Yeah. So with yeah. with me, I, if I want to study medicine, I'm smart enough because I'm a, uh, I'm I'm one of those weirdos. Mm. I'm a creative and then I'm a, I'm I'm an academic. academic as well, so right. if I decide okay, for my fiftieth birthday, I'll gift myself a law degree. I can go you back can and study it. I don't have any limitations That's at all. Amazing. Yeah. Really, really, really good. Um, so. I've never thought about it thought about it that way because I'm I think I'm kind of the same. My interest can change quite a bit as well. Yeah. Like I I had a scientific background as well, and mm-hmm. then I moved into obviously fitness. fitness. Yeah. And people always ask like, how did the two things come yeah. about? But yeah, I, I feel like it can juggle the two things as well. Yeah, I I'm in many ways similar. Um, my my work is very. Uh, regimented you know it's um, we do with a lot of statistics uh, analytical stuff um, but in my private life I'm the complete opposite you know yeah. I, you know I, I love my music I love mm-hmm. my 
my film, you know, stuff like that. So yeah. I get it. Um, yeah. I, I really do. And funny enough, this morning I was thinking about a possible uh, extra feather in my cap, you know. I was yeah. thinking, oh, maybe I should go do that uh, strategic studies degree I've been thinking about. Because you're much more. Anything, yeah. anything, like... You know, when you look in the mirror and you say, I am a doctor, mm -hmm. you have limited yourself. Mm -hmm. If you look in the mirror and say, I am a lawyer, yes. you have limited yourself. Mm, yes. I look at myself in the mirror and I say, I am. Yeah. I just I am. That's it. I, I think once you add that A, yeah. that's, that's where that's the problem it. comes. That's yeah. it. Yeah. That's it. That's it. So I just look in the mirror and I'm like, I am. Mm. And I think, uh, are you both Christians? Yes. I think... Um, you know, the, the Bible yes. is a quantum document hmm. in the sense that it is not what it seems and it is what it seems. Hmm. In the sense that when God said to Moses, go to Pharaoh and say, I am sent to me. He was programming us yeah. to say, you are. Yeah. Who sent you? I am. So, like, if you get that, get yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, I, I, I don't limit myself to anything. I know that at the moment, I'm Africa's number one life coach. Amazing. Because nobody has my experience. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Yeah. From reality TV to working with the BBC, Sky mm. News, mm. to cancer, oh my God. <laughs> and then now I'm coaching. I'm like, who yeah, has that? Cool. <laughs> I, I, want, I, I want us to, to, to pick on a few of those things. Because yeah. you're, you're South African, right? Mm -hmm. South African, then you've lived... Um, quite some time in the UK, time in, the, in Nigeria, mm -hmm. and can you tell us a bit about your cancer experience? Because I saw that on Instagram. Um, ooh, ooh, where do we start? Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, it's one of your pictures and there's a long caption with it, and I mean, you kind of pretty much put it all there, Yeah. I think, yeah. but is it okay for us to go into yeah, this? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay, so just... Pick a point. Maybe from when you found out. Yeah, or when, when, it's one of those things that I imagine there was before and there was after. Yeah. What was your before like? My before, like I'm, like I feel like I'm living a second life. I feel like I'm hmm. close to the second. Amazing. Oh. Um, because the mastectomy, the chemotherapy, the radiation, oh, seemingly took away so much. So I woke up one morning, I look in the mirror, and I can't recognize myself. I'm like, so who are you? That's where I had to, that's when I got the understanding that I am. I, I've always yeah, yeah, been, yeah, yeah. but that's when I got the understanding that I am. So I looked in the mirror, and I'm like, so who are you? You're now one breast short. So we can't call you the page three girl. You can't be, we, you're not the conventional sexy. Yeah. Um, I think that was the hardest part of my journey. The hardest part of cancer for me was not fighting it. It was after survival, I had to find myself. Wow. Like, ident your identity. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's almost, okay. Cancer changed my identity. Hmm. The morning I woke up after the mastectomy, I looked in the mirror and it felt like cancer stole my identity. Hmm. But three years later, well, two and a half years later, it feels like it 
just changed my identity. Like I like who yeah, I am yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I liked who I was then, um, but I I like me now. Mm. I'm more thoughtful. Yeah, okay. I'm more because I have had to understand that I'm more than a body. I'm yeah. more than my breast. I'm more yeah. than you know. So. Yeah, I'm more thoughtful to life. Even I'm thoughtful with my food. I'm thoughtful with my makeup. I'm thoughtful with every. I'm forced to be thoughtful because I don't want to poison myself. Mm -hmm. So how you do one thing is how you do everything. So if you're thoughtful with your food, if you're thoughtful with your fitness, you're just going to be thoughtful with everything. Mm -hmm. You're going to be thoughtful with conversation. You're going to be thoughtful with everything else. So I feel like um, cancer was the gift I needed at (laughs) 37. That's incredible. To to power me for the next thirty seven years of my life. Amazing. Thank you so much for sharing that because um, I can't even begin to imagine what kind of like mental like conflict was going on, like looking in the mirror, like saying, like asking yourself, like who am I? Yeah. Because I mean, I don't. It feels silly even bringing this up because. I had an episode last year that gave me a little bit of that, you know, yeah. jolt too, because he knows about it. Like, mm-hmm. Don't my face now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've never had, you know, when even when everybody was having like puberty issues, and, you know, and acne and stuff, I never had it. Mm-hmm. Like, school just, and I always took my face for granted and just, my skin, let me say. Mm-hmm. And then July last year, I had this breakout from nowhere and I was literally I looked like I had chicken pox but mm. just on my face mm. and for the longest time I couldn't recognize myself as well. I would yeah. look in the mirror I would touch my face and I would feel bumps everywhere mm. and you were wearing hats all the time all the time are all you kidding day. me I just, I just I felt like talking to people people were just looking at like, yeah. at my face and I and it was such a struggle for me so I'm really trying to even imagine what it must have been like for you and I you're a powerful person. Yeah. But then that's the thing, like, we don't realize how much our lives are hinged on our identity. Yeah. Like, really? what you call yourself is going to program your life. Mm-hmm. It's going to program your finances. Yeah. It's yeah. going to program, like, your, ident- your identity programs yeah. everything. everything. So, looking in the mirror and not identifying myself, but what that did is, with the, the chemotherapy stripping my hair. Yeah, I remember I one remember morning, that. I think one of the f- the scariest things for me when I found out I had cancer, I was like, shit, my hair's going to fall off. Sorry for swearing. Oh, it's fine. Can swear oh, okay. We've been, tra- we've been trying to be nice for years. <laughs> 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 so I, was like, I was like, shit, my hair's going to fall off, so what do I do? And I'm, I, 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 I tend to be a control freak, so mm-hmm. I went and I cut my hair. Hmm. Because I didn't want to see my yes. hair fall off. Yes. So I went and I cut my hair. and um, But by the, my hair nails, for some reason, they all grow like I'm on steroids. Oh, okay. So um, by the time I had the first round of chemo, I had like some hair, like maybe your length. Oh, okay. So second round of chemo, I wake up, there's hair all over my bed. Oh, it's falling off? Yes. So I go to the bathroom, I look in the mirror, and... You know, there's, there's a very powerful thing called instinct. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why you should be fearless. Be fearless of whatever can happen to you because instinct always kicks in. Mm-hmm. So I look in the mirror and instinctively, I saw layers of other things falling off. 
not just the hair. Yeah, okay. So it's really, you see, the thing is, battles are not hard. What's hard is building capacity for the battle. Mm -hmm. By the time cancer happened for me, I had built capacity for a battle. Mm -hmm. So I literally managed it like a project. Yes, you ha I had moments where I was like, I can't do this. Mm -hmm. Like, because my mind was not prepared for the nausea. My yeah. mind was just not prepared for, I'd read about it, yeah. but my mind was not prepared for it playing out. So when it started playing out, I had my weak moments. However, I think the most powerful thing I have is my mind. Yeah. My mind was like, you know what? There you go. If it's going to take three days, if it's going to take three mm -hmm. months, it's going to take three years, you're going to bust this. <laughs> like, you know um, Caroline Flake, the girl who just yeah, committed who suicide? Just, like, is that uh, what it was? Because it just kept on saying she passed. This is the thing. I'm guessing that's what She did commit suicide. And Caroline, may her soul rest in peace, did not go through half of what I went through mm -hmm. when I was on Big Brother. Mm -hmm. So when I saw the news, I was like, thank you, Lord. How did I not kill I'm myself? Giving you this wow. Yeah. Like, how did I, how did I, how did I, because sometimes you see how strong you are in retrospect. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. You might think you were wearing the hats, you were wearing the yeah, caps, yeah, yeah, yeah. but you did not realize how strong you were in the moment mm -hmm. to just live mm -hmm. through yeah. it, you know? So, man, I'm strong. I know that. Yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> that's amazing. 100%. I know that. And then about the... The things falling away. Um, yeah. We were talking earlier about how we limit ourselves. I am a this. I am a that. Yeah. And our existence, because our you know our senses, how we experience the world is so tied in with physical functions. You know, eyesight, taste, yeah. all that. Yeah. It's very easy to feel like you are your body. That, yeah. That the. And but you're like you said you're more than you're that. Much more than there's that. a there's an essence and a soul in there that is way that that controls the body. Yeah. So it's um, I I had a similar experience, not quite as nowhere near as, as serious as what you went through. But I had a car accident and I lost the use of my right hand for six months. Oh, that's huge. Yeah, but it's not. Good. Yeah. <laughs> no, we see this is the sorry to interrupt yeah. you, but I think. The reason why cancer is killing more people today mm. is we've made it we bigger than it, it is. Yeah. I think. The yeah. Yeah. We've just made it bigger than it is. So the minute the doctor, the, the doctor said to me, 50-50 chances, I decided to be on 50, the positive 50. 50. Was that to live or to keep the breast? To, to, to live. Yeah. We, we might not be able to save you. Because huh. I had two surgeries. Okay. I had the first one that cut into the cancer and uh -huh. the cancer got angry. Mm. So it started oh, spreading like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're like, we need to chop the thing off. Mm -hmm. you know. So what I'm just saying is, you might think, oh, my hand not working is not as big as cancer. Mm. Look, it's probably bigger than cancer. Hmm. It's actually probably bigger than cancer. Surviving you, are you right-handed? I'm right-handed, yeah. And then it didn't work for... Six months. How were you brushing your teeth? I used my left hand. But was that easy? No, it wasn't. There you go. So yeah. what makes you think it was not a big deal? Uh, well, it, it was a big deal. Yeah. And, and I, I should get out of... Uh, of sort of... Minimizing. Yes, minimizing and comparing. Yeah. Um, but the, what I wanted to bring up was, um, not only did I have to learn a bunch of skills on my left side that I was used to doing on my right side, I had to go live in, I don't know if you know where Lafia is, it's in Nasarawa State, it's not the most, basically, it's kind go, of rural. yes, go live alone in, for work, in 
less than ideal circumstances with only one functioning hand. And that, whenever I, uh, whenever I, some, sometimes when I encounter negative self, self-talk, when I'm telling myself that I'm not capable, or I'm not good enough mm-hmm. for a particular thing, very often that's the experience that I lean back on. Exactly. Because the way I approached it, I'm so proud of myself. The, the the attitude. There was no woe is me. There was no, it's just okay, we need to do this. And I went through it, found some of the help I needed, but went through it and came came out of it. And it just underlines that when we have these physical issues, they we can overcome. We can overcome. It's not it, it's they, I have such clarity about that because of that experience. Oh. So, Your yeah. body is one percent of who you are. Hmm. And we spend all that time in the gym. I say, work is my first husband. Gym is my second husband. Hmm. But we spend all that time in the gym just for 1%. Wow. Your body is 1% of your capacity. There's that guy who doesn't have hands and legs. Yeah, that does the talks. Yeah. Yes. Incredible. Should Does that not tell you that your body is 1%? Yeah. Or even Stephen Hawking. Yeah. Hawking. Jeez. You know, so if you if you look at your body as one percent, mm-hmm. that's when you unleash your power. Mm. That's when you unleash the power within, because you now know that this this one percent should not control ninety nine percent. Ninety nine percent should control one percent. Yeah. yeah, I love that. So intentional, so purposeful. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're getting like life coaching. Skills, I know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I feel like after this, I'm gonna run five miles. Pay money. I'm gonna all this. You know. <laughs> Amazing, thank you. So I was gonna say about when we first met because we actually right. met in the UK in High Wycombe. In High Wycombe, yeah, yeah, in time, the club. time, the club, the yes. Club. Oh my God, so, memories. You remember, you remember time, right? <laughs> oh yeah. my God. So a, a, a couple of my a couple of my college friends lived in High Wycombe, so I'd come to High Wycombe, and then you were like the special guest at time. Yeah. That night, so I came and I'm like, oh, the cozy, yeah. So. Then, so we met then, obviously, I was one in a thousand people. Yeah. But then, then I came to Nigeria, then you were here. Yeah. Like, oh, wow. I like, think I came here to the gym, right? Yeah, you did. To do, there was, a, there was a... And did you know, you no, know, this didn't. is just... No. Oh my I, gosh. I, I remember. Uh, yeah, I, I love this. You were on the second floor, and then you did the, started doing the cold compressed juices. Yes, yes. Then we had that in here. Kind of just, no, but then if you look at life, yeah. right... You know, people think, I like it when people say, the world is such a small place. Mm-hmm. You are the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are your whole world. Yeah, yeah. You know, when you say to a girl, I will give you the world. Mm-hmm. You don't necessarily mean yeah, America yeah, yeah. and whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You are the world. So, um, you will always attract to you who you are. Yeah, mm-hmm. true. So, having met in High Wycombe, you, 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 you saw who you were mm-hmm. in me. Does that make sense? I get it. No, 100%. Yeah. So you, you will always attract you. That's why yeah, I say yeah. to people in my coaching sessions, I, I've not really started taking one-on-one oh, okay, okay. to protect myself from people who, okay, I just want to be coached by Makosi from yes. Big Brother. Uh, yeah. And they'll pay anything and then they'll come and then they'll waste my time. Uh, yeah. You know? So what I do You'll is I... Selective. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I, I, do, I, I do mostly workshops, right? Okay. Okay. And I always say to girls, do we have any single girls in here? Mm-hmm. And you know, you have girls. Yeah, and I say, okay, so write down 10 things you want in a man. Mm-hmm. 
and the last girl wrote um she she was about the money which is okay mm-hmm. which, which is that's, okay that's because that's her value system so she's like oh financially this financially this financially that and she's like one of them was financial freedom a guy mm. who has financial freedom freedom and i said do you have financial freedom then she's like not yet mm. and i'm like so you're not going to attract a guy with financial freedom yeah, 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 because yeah, you yeah. attract to you who you, you are, are. <laughs> if you don't if you pretend to be something else mm-hmm. and you attract who you pre- yeah, if you, you pretend to be something else you will attract someone who is pretending to, to be, be something else as well and eventually it will all come so out. So you yes. you can't, you you sort of can't cheat the system you because your 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 eyes you were talking about we were talking yeah. about the eyes your yeah. eyes are literally a projection of what's happening inside. Mm-hmm. And the reason why you can't see your kidneys or your liver or your heart is because I'm sure God knew that we could manipulate the system if mm. we could see the system. Mm-hmm. So how it works is you are always going to attract who you are. Mm. Okay. So after Big Brother, I was a certain person. Yeah. So I attracted certain people. Mm-hmm, I'll go to restaurants and Madonna will be eating there. I met Denzel Washington in Nobu. Oh, nice, nice. So, but I, I still kept attracting probably sometimes footballers who are not serious mm-hmm, and they just mm-hmm. want wang bang, goodbye ma'am. Mm-hmm. And I always used to think to myself, but why won't you fall in love with me? You know, like, <laughs> why do you want to sleep with me and then go and marry a white girl? Uh-huh. <laughs> and then that's when I realized, <laughs> that's when I realized that um, I need to become more yeah. to attract more. Yeah. Like, there are certain rooms, you know, there's a saying, saying that says, charisma will take you there, but character will keep you there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There were so many doors that were opened for me because of Big Brother, mm. but I couldn't last in there yeah. because my character had not built, built capacity to that, last yeah. in those places. Yeah, yeah. That's why, again, in my workshops, I'm big on personal development. Mm-hmm. Like, if you want to succeed at anything you're doing, succeed at this. Yeah. Be a success. Yeah. Yeah. And because you know success is something you attract, it's not something yes. you become. Mm-hmm. True. You know, true. so true. when people say to me, Makusi, are you successful? I'm like, um modest with all modesty, I think I'm a very successful person. Yeah. Um I think I'm successful with my food, with my relationships, with a lot of things. And you find that even my businesses yeah. are, you know, succeeding. That as well, yeah. We were talking about yes. how I've just all of a sudden become busy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I came from Dubai in uh, December. Yeah. I'd just done my master coach, from life coach to yeah, master yeah, coach. Yeah. So of course I'm going to get busy because I'm more. Mm. So I'm going to exactly. attract yeah, more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yes. know, so it's, it's really about, you know, personal development and becoming that which you want to attract. That is amazing. I'm coaching you guys for free. Yes, you are. That's what I'm saying. Our <laughs> listeners are getting coaching. I feel like this is one of those episodes that I'm going to listen to like on my own. Like I'm part of the conversation, but I'm going to listen to this like over and over again just for stuff like that. Thank like, you. I want to. I want to pick up something you said. Like our eyes, if like, God purposely didn't let us see into our system because mm-hmm. our eyes can manipulate things, and it's it's true. It's scientifically as well. Mm-hmm. It's like when you're doing getting your blood pressure taken. Yeah. You can't, you're not supposed to look. At the, the monitor. You know okay. Yeah. You can you, elevate you can you manipulate it. How you manipulate it is they they they've done an experiment. You have to watch a movie called um, What the Bleep Do We Know. I'll okay. send it to you. Is it a documentary? That will change your life. Okay. Huh. So they've done they've 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 researched. Nobody actually knows what a virus looks like. Because oh, yeah. once you start observing the virus, yeah. it, it changes its form. That's how powerful that's you are. Crazy. Wow. So the, that's where the saying "beauty is in the eyes of the, the beholder" yeah. comes from. Yeah. Someone can look and think, "Oh my God, this girl is ugly," 
and then the other person can come and we can say this girl is beautiful exactly and meaning whatever we are watch whatever we are observing we alter it Mm -hmm. that's why sometimes exactly that's why sometimes when i'm at an airport and it looks like the person who's serving me is getting frustrated and is becoming rude um there's a Hawaiian practice that you can practice. I'm not going to teach you guys this because it's you, it, you have to pay for it. <laughs> but then I say certain things to myself that starts calming the person down. Wow. Is it the Wusa and rubbing the ear loops? No. Okay. You just, I'm, just, I'm just saying, no, I'll tell you guys when it comes up. Okay, okay, I just okay. say certain things to myself yeah, yeah. and then the person will start calming start down. Wow, wow, wow. Because if I am not calm, yes. the person in front of me won't be calm. Yeah, so it's two things. I start, say, I, I start saying things for them to calm down mm-hmm. and then when I go Way I ask myself, what within me is still frustrated? Let's mm-hmm. work on that. Mm-hmm. Because I don't have the capacity to attract what I'm not. Nobody has that capacity yeah, yeah, to yeah, attract yeah. what they're not. Yeah. So even if, like, my first session with my coach, he said to me, okay, so Makusi, when did you decide to have cancer? When did you Wait, decide that's the first to session. have cancer? That's the first question wow. he asked me. I was like, you know what? You're a fool. You're a big fool. <laughs> I don't even need my reflex. <laughs> I'm walking out of here, you know? And then I get out and then I start going through my life. I literally had to go through my, I need, literally had to fine tooth comb my life. And I got to the day I decided to have cancer. Huh. So nothing happens to you. It, and it's, it's, it's that simple. When you know that, you're not gonna, you're not gonna think that, um, I can just pray things away or I can pray things to me. Mm -hmm. You know, I was saying this morning to someone that sometimes people have not gone ahead to do what they need to do in life um, because of procrastination, Mm. but what they call it is waiting Mm. on God. Mm -hmm. We talk about that all the time. Just You know, to say, oh, I've been waiting. When God's timing, in God's timing. But God's timing is always now because he does not have time right he's one day is a thousand years and so god's timing is always now so it's just for you to develop to pluck up the courage to say okay you know what this is what i'm going to do start the process and just believe that what you're doing just be congruent with your decision Mm -hmm. because success is not really a destination it's the process exactly Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and yeah so yeah you're right so people never ever start that process of of success because fear. of waiting I, I, afraid fear. fear and and yeah afraid exactly of, fear of masked as of something else yeah yeah you you know sometimes we were talking about uh about churches before um recording and sometimes was that before oh yeah, that was before, yeah, yeah. Before. i'll i'll go in and i'll see people praying for jobs or whatever and, mm-hmm. and i'm and in my I, I i hope you've done the work what you need to do exactly yeah. you speak to those people like, yeah. do you have your cv on yes this? i'm like no no have you done like yeah. have are you are you are you are you taking courses are you no no mm-hmm. nothing but i'm but i'm in church praying mm-hmm. for this mm-hmm. job mm-hmm. where's it going to come from so it, that's so true so those are the people i'm open to coaching at my mm-hmm. workshops yeah. like um, how to get you out of that rut yeah. of mm-hmm. um, believing in your pastor mm-hmm. and you start believing in God mm-hmm. in the sense that, you know, the Bible has its spiritual side and it also has its practical, practical. side. 
um, what do you have to be doing mm -hmm. to get what you want? Mm -hmm. It's not just going to come to you. Mm -hmm. It's not it, like, you know, sometimes I sit in church, especially here in Nigeria, and you hear some of these horrific testimonies. Mm -hmm. They call them testimonies, but for me, because I understand, I hear the things thing. that are not being said, yes. because I hear conversations in 3D, mm -hmm. so when you stop talking, I can hear what you're saying mm -hmm. in the gap. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you hear these testimonies, oh, I saw one snake coming out of my ass. And <laughs> <laughs> I am like, oh. <laughs> I'm like two things. We're either dealing with schizophrenia yeah. or we're dealing with projections. Mm -hmm. You've been around a certain type of person, a certain type of people for so long. Mm -hmm. And yeah. you guys are projecting shit on each other. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because there are certain things I can never fathom. Yeah. Why? Am I not human? Mm -hmm. I can't fathom because I've not put them in my head. Yeah, those thoughts just don't come. It yeah, just, yeah, yeah. The, and you know what? It's okay to be in that place in life where, like, you know, when I went to my pastor when um, I found out I had cancer, he said to me, I can show you in the Bible where cancer is, uh, is sexually transmitted. Oh, what? Yes. He opened some Bible, whatever, some and then, you verse. know what, I just, I just let the guy be, and then uh, I have my first game with session therapy. He comes to my house. I can see him sitting in my living room in mm. South Africa. My parents are there. And he says to my parents, the only reason you people have gone for the chemotherapy is because you can afford it. Wow. Yeah, that's what he said. He's like, because, you know, we can pray. And I'm, at that point, they I'm looking at my mom. People, I'm looking at my mom, and I'm saying, tell that guy to get out. Get out. At this point, I can't... You don't need that. I, do you understand? So it's really the wisdom. You know when you want abundance? Yeah. You want to ask God for the wisdom mm. for abundance. Mm -hmm. Instead of wanting a million dollars, you want to ask God how to get, get the million exactly. dollars. Like personally, I would rather a million dollars in my bank account that I've worked for Absolutely. than a billion dollars in my bank account Gift that somebody has just given That's me. That's right. Because the one I've worked for, I know how to mm -hmm. yeah. do it again. I can do that again. Exactly. But if somebody has just dashed it to me, yeah. then, you have, then I've got no power over it. Once it's gone, it's gone. You, 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 you have those statistics about lottery winners. I was just going to talk many about that. Oh, lottery become, winners yeah, end up broke. broke. No, because you know what? You, the, 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 the thing with even money, right? You build capacity to manage it. Yeah. You know? You, you, like, it doesn't matter how much, if I come to you and I give you a million dollars and you've not built capacity to manage a million, million, million dollars, it'll finish. It'll finish. So you always have to build capacity. Instead of saying, oh God, give me, give me, give me. My, my prayer is, God, give me capacity to manage more. Yeah, yeah. Give me capacity to, you know, because yeah. literally opportunities are everywhere. Everywhere. Mm -hmm. Like opportunities are everywhere. You just have to have, once you have capacity to manage, mm -hmm. I see God. I'm not talking like a prophetess. Mm -hmm. But once you have capacity to manage, once yeah. you build capacity to manage, I see God giving it to you. Mm -hmm. And I've always known this even before I started going to church because my father is Catholic. Mm -hmm. okay. So we just used to go to church because yeah, people so go to church. Routine. Yeah. So you just go there, you sit mm -hmm. in church. I remember one day, I must have been like... Um, eight mm -hmm. the offering basket is passing by me i've mm -hmm. got no money mm -hmm. but i have my bobby doll's shoe mm -hmm. and then i put it in there huh. <laughs> i know that's so cute, cute. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing of value i have <laughs> yeah this is all i have so i put it in there but i remember going home that day and i'm frustrated i need the shoe uh -huh. i want my shoe yeah. back yeah. you know <laughs> um 
But I, I, I've always known that before I ask God for a five-bedroomed house, do I have capacity to maintain it? That's right. Because you will think about the diesel to run my generator yeah. Yeah. is 18K a week. Mm -hmm. Wow, see. The diesel to, like, literally to just keep the structure standing mm -hmm. <laughs> is, is like somebody's rent. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So before you say, oh, you know, God, I, give me a house yeah, in my thumb. Like, can you manage it? Yeah. Like, if you get a pool, yeah. can you manage it? Because yeah. you have to maintain the pool. That's you right. have to maintain yeah. everything. That's so right. what I'm always praying for, my own prayer time, yeah. is God to build my capacity mm -hmm. to manage more. I don't even ask God for a billion dollars. Mm -hmm. Can I tell you something? Like, I know people know I'm fearless. I skydive and everything. But I'm afraid to ask God for a billion dollars. Because I'm thinking, Kuzi, are you ready? Just imagine mm -hmm. what that comes with. Mm -hmm. Are you ready? What mm -hmm. that comes with. You know, the thing is, before Big Brother, there was me. Oh, I'm watching TV and I'm like, I could so do this. This is so easy. <laughs> you know? And then I go for... for I go for my auditions. <laughs> I go for auditions and I'm scaling through the auditions because like literally I know with all modesty again, I'm very charismatic. Uh, so I'm scaling through the auditions. Yeah. I'm like, you know, if this doesn't work out, I'm just going to go back to 2A. That's the ward I used to oh, work okay. on. I see. Literally the day I leave the big brother house, I said, shit. <sighs> That's when it hit yeah, me what I had what done. You done. Because I had the sun. I was ambulance chased by newspapers. Yeah. Before, okay, so I left the Big Brother house yeah. at like 9 p.m. 9 a.m. the following morning, my parents were telling me that newspapers from England mm. had come mm. to, to, house. House. to interview them and they were not leaving their house. Wow. And I'm like, oh shit, what have I what done? Have I done? And you know when you're having those showers, you're not even thinking about yeah, you, who's watching. At some point, you, you just forget, right? Yeah, I forget. And then when you come out and you're being shown the newspaper clippings, mm. you're like, oh, oh my, my word. If I knew all of that before I went into the Big Brother house, I would not have yeah. done it. Mm. It's just too, it's much. too much. Relationships break down because mm. of that. Yeah. Like, you'll meet people who've never watched Big Brother. Mm -hmm. And then before you know it, they send you a message with uh, pictures of yourself that somebody found on the found internet, the munched and sent to them. Same. Like, a couple of uh, months ago, like last year, I was asked to speak to the youths of a particular church. Mm. Okay. So I go in, I deliver, boom, I'm done. Mm. No. And then... I already hate where this is going. Exactly. Ah, before fuck. you know it, the pastor calls me to his office. He's like, is this who you really are? Wow. I am like, this was 14 years yeah. ago. I am not making yeah. excuses for it, mm. but it follows me. It does. So you'll find that probably eight, nine years after Big Brother, I did not want to get out of the house. Mm. I just didn't want to do anything because I'm thinking, who is waiting to judge me? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then now I've grown to know that, you know what, you can judge me if you want. I now know who I am. I just right. now know that I'm much more than that girl. Yeah, on yeah. That girl on Big Brother was real. Mm -hmm. And that's who At I was the then. Yes. But that's not who I am now. So sometimes people want fame, but it has its... Yeah, yeah. it comes with... You know, it comes with its own religion. Like, before... Like, now I'm 40 and I'm not married. Mm. Well, I'm turning 40 and I'm not married. Mm -hmm. I'm sure if I had not done Big Brother, I would probably have 10 little kids by now. Oh, yeah. 
considering how fertile the women from my family are, <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll have 10 little kids by now. But then the thing is, you, ha you now have two things. You have the relationships that fail because of who you were. That's right. And then you have, you're paranoid mm. to say, like, who are you here for? Are mm -hmm. you here for Makosi or are oh, you for Makosi? That's right. Like, who, who really are you mm. going to be in this relationship mm -hmm. with? So I would just say, like, always ask for capacity to manage whatever it is that mm. you pray for. That's so illuminating. Mm. Um, I, I deal with a few people who have been on uh, Big Brother Nigeria okay. um, at work and you hear the same thing. Yeah. It's like you don't know, you, you're in this bubble and they create this fake environment where you f and you forget that there are cameras around. Mm -hmm. You forget that everything is happening mm -hmm. outside. As well. mm -hmm. And uh, one of the things that made me really happy was when I heard that the first thing they did when uh, when people left the house mm -hmm. was uh, they got them mental Sorry. health Sorry. Therapy. services. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you have you have therapy before you, you go to. in. Okay. They sort of vet you mentally. Okay. Mm -hmm. To say how far can we can Push this one be pushed? Yes. Um, if she can't be pushed, like if she is a suicidal candidate, mm -hmm. they are not taking mm -hmm. you. Yeah. Because uh, I remember sitting down with a lot of uh, shrinks mm -hmm. therapists mm -hmm. wow. before Big Brother. Before. I think yes. I had about six sessions. Oh, wow. And then because obviously they also want to find out if you're not faking the interview because yes. you just want to be yeah. on TV. Yeah, yeah. And then when you come out, okay, so this is how bad it is. For three months, you've not because I was there for three months. You've not had the responsibility of a phone. Mm -hmm. You've not had the responsibility of a lot of things. Mm -hmm. I would literally go into restaurants and I'll leave my phone. Just forget that you... you I just forget I have it. it. Because at this point, because it was three months of total immersion. Mm -hmm. yes. Three months of changing you into another person. That's why I think, for me, right, I just think like I am God's favorite child. Huh. Because Big Brother, again, changed my identity. Mm -hmm. Drastically. From this African child who has come to the West, to this overexposed. Mm. So now you just can't be. Like when with my Instagram content, unlike everybody else, I have to think about what I'm posting. Mm -hmm. I can't just go and then start posting all sorts of things because you just don't know who's going to run with it. Yeah. I was in Abu Dhabi a couple of weeks ago, like two weeks ago, and my friends wanted us to go and do something that you should not be doing in Abu Dhabi. And I'm like, but if we get in trouble and the press comes, it's me they're going to come for you. That's right. That's they're not right. going to come for you. Yeah, yeah. everybody says fine. It doesn't go away, yeah. if you know what I mean. Yeah. So I just, I, I just thank God that my, my, my identity has changed over and over again. And I don't <laughs> need to fake it. Yeah. It's just changed by... The, the Big Brother experience. Yeah. Right? Because I, I, I look at, I hear everything you're saying about what it did. Yeah. But at the same time, mm -hmm. I can't help but feel like that was an important step to getting you to this incredible yeah. person. I'm Absolutely. So there's no regret, I hope. No. Good. No, I don't regret. I, 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 like, listen, I don't regret having gone mm -hmm. on Big Brother. Mm -hmm. As I said, it changed my identity. Yeah. There's so many people who don't have the opportunities I have today because of Big Brother. Yeah. And if you ask me, Big Brother did not happen for the amazing person that I am today. Big Brother happened for the absolutely amazing person that I'm going to be mm -hmm. in the future. Mm -hmm. Because even when I look today, 
I have not seen that thing that why Big Brother happened. Not yet. Not yet. Like, literally, like, I'm living the life of my dreams. Uh Don't get it twisted. Like, I I love my life, you know. But I have not seen the reason Big Brother Mm. happened. Mm. It will come. Mm. Big Brother was part of capacity building. Yeah, of course. You know, and I see it. You see, the thing is, in life, there are no challenges, Mm. if you want to think about it. It's part of your deal. You choose to do a podcast like this, there are things that come with the podcast, yes. and you have to be okay with them. Yes. You have to be okay with the, consequ- the pros and the cons of the decisions you've yeah, made. Yes. The cons of having gone on Big Brother, I'm probably, especially in the clergy, I'm probably a ri- high-risk mm-hmm. Jezebel. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like not, not just a regular Jezebel, not just a regular high risk Jezebel. Um, but on the other side, like literally, the the doors I've walked through, the people who you see, human beings are human beings yeah. at the end of the day. The people I've had the opportunity to coach because I went through Big Brother. Mm-hmm. Some of them I can't even tell you, mm. like my real clientele, mm. I could not tell you. Mm-hmm. Because I have to protect my bills. Yeah, they pay my yeah, bills, yeah, yeah, yeah. Course, you know. Um, and the reason why I feel they picked me is they have seen how my life has transformed from one stage mm-hmm. to another. Mm-hmm. And if that's what you're looking for, you don't want someone who's t- telling you about what they've read in a book. Yeah. yeah. You want somebody who's telling it's you to say, you see that one, I've done it before. Yeah. Is it drugs? Uh-huh. Yeah. Is it alcohol? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, there's, if you gave me a form to fill, there's no negative box I won't fill in. Mm-hmm. And I mean there is no negative wow, box mm-hmm. I won't fill in. Um, but when that person sits in front of me, yeah. I, I can connect with them. Yeah. I'm not judging them. I'm like, look, I, I can see how in 10 years' time you're going to be amazing because of what you're going through mm-hmm. now. You know, I have people, drug addicts, who are some of my best friends. Mm-hmm. They call me, oh, Makosi, and I hang around them when, when they're doing what they're doing, yeah. you know. But I feel that they can listen to me better. Because you know when you're judging someone, they know you're yeah, judging of course. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Even without saying anything to them. Yeah, but yeah. I can just sit around with any, absolutely anybody. I saw six aunts die of AIDS. Six Jeez. aunts die oh of AIDS. So n- wow. no one can tell me anything that I can't look at them and think, I kind of have a feeling I know yeah, what you're yeah, going through. Yeah. yeah, so, and the beautiful thing about life is nobody gets out of this alive. That is true. That's so true. So that's the most, that's the most beautiful, you see, okay, let me tell you something. The secret to living your best life mm-hmm. ever mm-hmm. is knowing that you're not getting out alive. Mm-hmm. The minute you start thinking, I'm going to live until I'm 120, the minute you don't think about death, you limit yourself. Mm. Because you limit how you relate with people. You limit your presence with people. Like when you're at home with your girlfriend or you're at home with your mom, if you're just thinking we are going to be there, when your mom starts yelling, you'll just think, you know what? Mm. When I'm ready to deal with you, I'll deal with you. But who told you you're going to have the time to deal with you? Who says this to mom? So with me, literally every time I have an argument with mom and with my mom, because with my mom, we're the same person, Uh, so we argue a lot. So every time I argue with my mom, my sister, anybody, I have to make peace with you. Yeah. Today. Mm. I will force you to make peace with me today. Because I just don't know... 
what tomorrow will hold. Yeah. And I don't know who's going to be tortured tomorrow to say I would have left, I would have not been talking to someone for a week and then something happens to them. Hmm. That's the day I die. Hmm. Like you fight with someone today and then you decide I'm not going to talk to them for a week and then something happens to them. God hmm. forbid that. That, the, that thing that happens to them, if they die that day, that's the day you die too. Hmm. Because you're going to live for the rest of the life. I should have yes. apologized. Yeah. I should have made peace. So first thing in the morning, I wake up, I say, thank you, Lord. Mm -hmm. I am alive. But if I die today, accept me in your loving bosom. So I'm, I'm literally, I have, I live with positive and negative equally uh, on the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. You understand? The awareness I of it. Like yeah. I don't, I, I, I'm not going to argue with someone beyond 24 hours. I won't do it. Because I, like, look at, we were just talking about Caroline Fleck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anybody who had fought with her. Like, now I was thinking about her boyfriend. Yeah, the one with the assault charge. Do you know the, about her, brother? Is she the love I love? love I yes. Yeah. So I'm thinking about her boyfriend. Mm. And then if you look back at someone like Kobe Bryant. Mm. Yeah. He woke up, went to church. He's Catholic. Yes. Went to church. Next thing, he's on a chopper, going for a basketball game. I pray that when he left the house, there was peace. Yeah. Because if when he left the house, there was peace mm. and there were no keys thrown out, mm -hmm. there was no storming, mm -hmm. then yes, we are going to grieve that he's not here. But there's no regret mm. that I should have. Yeah. Okay. Do you understand? I yeah. So it's very important to sort of just be at peace with everyone every single day, every single day, with people at my gate. Mm. I'm at peace with, like, I don't care who you are. I'm at peace with you. Mm. Because if anything happens to you, mm -hmm. I don't want to be in my room thinking, mm. wherever you are, I am sorry. Yeah, the last thing I said to you is I called you a bastard. You yeah. know, like, yeah, no. You know, and that, 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 that yeah. shit is not worth it. And especially when, we're, we're, because when we fight, we do things that we would never yeah, and very often we, we treat people in ways that they don't deserve. Yeah. It's like some of the insults we all like, I do it all the time when I'm driving. Mm. The one hour, man, I get... Mm. I, I, was driving, I was driving once and someone did something crazy in front of me. And I, 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 I can't believe I'm about to repeat what I said, but this is what I said. I pull up beside him, I wind down very calmly and I said, I don't blame you. You're behaving like your father, a fool. And I drove off. Oh, shit. Why did I say that? Did exactly. Did his dad? Yes. I don't know his dad. Exactly. Did, like, did, did, what, what, what was that? What, and what, you know what? That In cruelty. that moment, yeah. you could have changed his destiny. I'm telling you. Because every time we deal with people, we're changing their identity. Yeah. I could have triggered him. They could, there could be something he's dealing with, his family relation. And, and I could have triggered something horrible. In that person, I didn't realize you rude with that. Bro, bro, I'm telling you, I, like, I say something like, like, and the asshole. thing is, immediately I drove off. The regret just started, yeah, washing over me. It's just like, why, why? No, why? just keep working on it. It's something like when I was driving here. It's not like it goes away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When yeah. I was driving here this morning, one guy was not didn't couldn't decide whether Which he wants lane? to be in this lane or that lane. I and I remember going, decide your lane. Yeah. You know. And then I'm like, Makusi, where is that coming from? Huh. Because you know what? You can't give who you're not. Mm -hmm. If it's not inside you, you can't give it. Like now I'm drinking a cappuccino. Mm -hmm. If I'm going to pour for you, mm -hmm. what will come out? Cappuccino. I can't pour orange juice out of cappuccino. That's right. Mm -hmm. So road rage is not about the other person. Yeah, it's it is. You. It's about me. You walk around boiling. Wrong. <laughs> 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 I just couldn't believe it. Yeah. But it's that. It, so 
the what we subject other people to when we're in when we're upset that yeah. kind of cruelty yeah nobody deserves most of the time people don't deserve no but you know like what that. the first person who doesn't deserve it is is yeah, me mm. is me yeah. because the cruelty is within you mm-hmm. so if i'm if i am a carrier of cruelty i don't deserve to be a carrier of cruelty mm-hmm. what do i do I call mccosi and we work on it okay we flush it out and you just become look I used to see this at airports you'd go to an airport especially Ethiopian air yeah. I'm sorry yeah. that. Well, that, air, that airport no was, you'll go to an airport yeah. um, please edit this, you'll, <laughs> this I no, shall yes <laughs> you know you'll go to an airport and the flight has been delayed mm-hmm. in one corner you see people who are fuming and yeah. they're cursing and yeah. they you know and then in another corner you see people on their phones yeah. and you're thinking what's the difference between yeah. these two people yeah. these people have rage yeah. these people don't. don't so it's really always you mm-hmm. you know so it's yeah it's, I, it's, it's I'm usually you. one of the phone people mm-hmm. but i find that um very often people's reaction to the phone people is you're just sitting there and taking it no but just, that's okay but they, yeah it's fine mm. it's fine you, you, like and i get this I've, I've gotten this from a few colleagues you know you you just just if but once i calculate that this is not something i can control if you mm-hmm. can't do anything about it if i can't do anything you, why am i wasting emotion yeah. yeah you know why cuz like you, the, the, there is no replacement for personal development. Mm. You just have to grow. Mm. If you see someone like Oprah, she's addicted mm. to personal development. Yeah. Mm. Like, and you know, she she's got this tour, world tour, uh, American tour thing that she's doing. Yeah, mm-hmm. It looks like she's giving to those thousands of women, but she's also getting yes, the experience. Getting. Because, like, literally, when the Bible talks about your sh- your path shines brighter and mm. brighter, mm. it means you. It's your responsibility for your path to shine brighter and brighter. Mm. Where did I just see that? Did I see on your page? I Did you post know. that? No. I saw that. Just that yeah. same code. Huh. Yeah. Just yeah, brighter and brighter. So yeah. it's it's your response. It's not some God somewhere yeah. who is going to come and make your... Sh- it's your responsibility to shine, yeah. for your path to shine. Right. What are you reading? What are you watching? Yeah. I've not had TV in my house for two months now. There you go. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. So I just don't watch TV. I'm learning... I, I want to share a TV. I'm relearning okay. how to watch TV. I couldn't... I, I'd forgotten how to watch TV, mm-hmm. but even now I still struggle with it. Mm-hmm. And a big part of the of that is is that I don't have, I've been able to control everything in terms right. of. Uh, TV is a very passive experience. You sit there and you yeah, click through yeah, the channels, yeah, yeah. and whatever it is they're showing, that's what you're going to watch. What, yeah. But I'm I've been much more used to a. Oh, I heard that's a good documentary. I heard that's yeah, a good series. Yeah. I would like to to watch that. Yeah. Um so for me it's still a strange experience. Okay. Like, like getting back into that whole TV watching thing. Most of the time it's just off. You know they call TV programs for a reason. <laughs> yeah. I like it. Yeah. Because you're being programmed Program. yeah. whilst you're okay. watching it. So I've got no I've got no qualms with anyone want watching TV. Yeah. Just watch what you watch. watch yeah. Watch what you watch. Yeah. You know, because 
you 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 explained it's a passive mm. um, experience, which means this is not watching t- the mm, TV. TV. This yeah, is yeah. watching the TV, mm. and this is ninety five percent of your day. Ninety five percent of your day is unconscious, yeah, yeah. and this is what's programmed when you watch TV. Mm. So just be cautious about you what know you what it is that you're watching. But this whole I, I'm going to binge on Netflix and chill. It's not for you. You know, like the thing is, you know, and I was, I was, I was passing through a club called Crave. Yes, in, uh, there's a we'll club called two. Crave. Is yeah. it in we'll say two? Yeah, yeah. And then I was like, I smiled. I said, Makosi, how you can pass through a club, and not feel, and not think, I wanna come there, mm. you know. And then in that moment, I realized that our lives have seasons. Huh. So if somebody came to me and they are an avid clubber, I am like, good for you. Mm-hmm. Because that's the season yeah, you're, you're in. in. And I've been there. Exactly. Mm-hmm. If you stay in that season for the rest of your life, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like, zero judgment from me. Mm-hmm. But if you don't, because sometimes I started feeling, is there something wrong with me mm-hmm. that I don't want to go out? Yeah. Like, am I, and I started thinking to say, am I too paranoid now mm. that I don't want to go out? But then I just realized that I'm in a different season yeah, of my yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would rather go to Bora Bora and chill. Like, I would rather, you know, because when you go to club, like, every Friday or every Saturday, you're spending. Yeah, mm-hmm. of course. I would rather save all that money. That's I'm, me at the moment. Yeah, yeah. I would rather save all that money and go on holiday yeah. and pay for a holiday Ex- than go out. Experience. But if going out is the thing that is bringing you joy, knock yourself out. Sure, you Seasons. Exactly. So I just remembered I was passing through the club and I'm like, oh, crave. I don't crave it. Exactly. I'm like, it's very interesting. They called it crave. And this is the thing about me. I have a lot of conversations with myself by myself. Uh And I'm like, I wonder why they called you crave. I wonder the kind of person they're trying to attract to crave. Mm -hmm. Are these conversations like vocalized? Yeah, they're vocalized. Oh, wow. They're loud. Like when I'm getting when I'm getting ready in the morning, oh, I, love I will it. be like I will be like this morning I have the jeans on, the bra on, not the shirt. And then I'm literally doing the Macarena in the mirror and I'm like, okay, so what do we do? Like literally. Yeah, you know. Because I've really fallen in love with Makosi. Mm. Like I absolutely love the woman she is. Mm. She has her down moments. Mm-hmm. When the period is coming, mm-hmm. we can't control her. She's a monster. Mm-hmm. So stay away from her. Mm-hmm. Her breasts swell. Like, everything swells. Like, water retention and everything. Uh-huh. So just stay just away stay from away. the monster. <laughs> because sometimes people are like, oh, you know, you seem so calm, but somebody told me that you yelled at them. And, and I'm like, look, when the period is yeah, coming, yeah. I turn into a monster. <laughs> but outside that, I really love who Makosi is. Oh, that's <laughs> wonderful. How often do you go back to South Africa? I was there in in November and in December. Okay. And then uh, January I rested. Okay. okay. And then the first trip I did in Jan- in end of January was Abu Dhabi. I was going yeah, for a wedding. Yeah, yeah. And I'm going to Kenya on Friday. Oh, nice. Back to Dubai for a, a refresher oh, okay. of my for master coach. And then I go to Ghana for a workshop. I have four workshops this year. Oh, wow. My workshop in Ghana is on the 28th of March. Mm-hmm. I have uh, one in South Africa, another one in Lagos. Nice. And I'm trying to think where the fourth one is. So there's a lot of travel for mm. me. Yeah. And I really enjoy it. And I've just become a wedding doctor. Mm, okay. I didn't okay. even know there were wedding doctors. Wedding so I've been asked to be a wedding doctor. So what happens is with the wedding doctors is they have like the designers, the photographers, the mm-hmm. cinematographers, the, the MC, and then they want to introduce a coach. 
mm. to the pattern because the guy who founded, his name is Emmanuel, the guy who founded Wedding Abraham Doctor. Yes, that's yeah. him. So the guy who founded it uh, realized that 68% of the marriages he shot mm. ended up in divorce. In divorce. Hmm. So he asked me, can I be a relationship coach before oh, they get nice. in? Okay. So I was like, you know what, I'm really happy to do this. But isn't that exciting? That's amazing. That you know what, I, I go to the bathroom this minute, I come out of the bathroom and I'm a wedding doctor. Amazing. So good. Like we, asked we, we were in South Africa last year, February. Yeah, um, yeah that was my first. Ago. That was my first time. Really? Where did yeah, you go? We're in Joburg. Joburg is beautiful. Yeah, we really. really you have to it. try Cape Town. That's what everybody says. So Cape like, Town is really beautiful. Where did you go, Joburg? Like, did you go to Cape Town? Like, no. Like, well, you haven't been South Africa. No, Joburg is beautiful, yeah. but Joburg is a little bit like Lagos. Yeah, that's I think. Um, but Cape Town, I'm a bridesmaid, by the way, in oh, April okay, nice. for Wimbaim Tiniri. I don't know if you know her. She works for Ebony Life. Okay. Yeah, so she's getting married in Cape Town. Oh, I, I don't know if I can invite people to the wedding, but I'll ask her. <laughs> I'll ask her, and then maybe you guys can come and you can do a podcast out there. When is this? April. Oh, I would be totally down for that. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna ask her. I'm gonna ask her. Totally yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> ask her. She's she's getting married to a Nigerian guy. Oh, okay, nice. He is from Aqua I yeah, think, yeah, or something. Yeah. Um, That's so, another place to love. Yeah. So yeah. so I think I'm gonna ask her if you guys can come. Okay. And then if you if you guys can come, then I'll take you around Cape Town. Oh, that would be great. Wow. So you can literally do like a whole podcast on Cape Town. Mm, the seafood oh, in Cape Town oh, is I amazing. I know, right? Yes. The I've seafood heard. in Cape Town is amazing. Um, we can even hike Table Mountains. Oh, right. Like, you know, th this is the thing about life. There's no time, no matter how long you live. Mm, yeah, even yeah. if you live to 100 you're not going to be this age for the rest of, of your life. Right. You're going to get to that age yeah. where you just want to be indoors mm, or yeah. maybe you just want to go to like a, um, what you call it, a bingo club. Mm. <laughs> bingo. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But then it's only now when you can hop onto a plane and um, have your plane pillow and before you know it, you're in Cape Town and you're experiencing Cape Town, and, mm. you know? That's amazing. Yeah, that's so true. So yeah. Anyway, we're, we're, down, we're down for this. Yeah, so. I would love to. Okay, cool. Let's see what let's see what can happen. Yeah, we are almost All right. an hour. Look yeah. at that. So time wow, flies. time is really flying. Okay, man. When you're having fun. Yes. yes. Thank you. So, so I have some notes here. Can I read my notes? Please sure. do, please do. Like literally when, when I was waiting for you guys, I started reading an article on the five foods that keep your vagina happy. Oh, okay. Our listeners will want <laughs> yeah. to... Most of our listeners so, are women. They yeah. have vaginas. So, so yeah. Yes. So, uh, plant-based foods like nuts and chia seeds and avocado apparently have like a quarter of an avocado in your smoothie mm. and you'll keep it uh, <laughs> nice and moist down there. Oh, and then there is omega-rich foods that is salmon, walnuts. That Apparently, that controls the odor. Oh, okay. And then there's vitamin C... Um, like oranges, I take I take um, vitamin C. Uh, uh, yes, that. Okay, okay, but I take two thousand five hundred milligrams. Okay. Okay, yeah, because I'm really hectic on keep, keeping my vagina happy. Okay. Um, and the then, <laughs> <laughs> and then fermented um, vegetables which fight bad bacteria, just like probiotics. Okay. And you can find probiotics in Greek yogurt. Yeah, mm -hmm. And I found that ever since. Okay, so. Um, when I when I finished my battle with cancer, mm. I had a team of uh, doctors who mm. now needed. We need to maintain this. Okay, yeah, of course. They prescribed probiotics. Like mm -hmm. I take a probiotic every single day, okay. and I have never. I've not had thrush things since. Oh wow! 
Amazing. No yeast infection. Wow. So they can have Greek yogurt with their granola or mm. they can literally take the probiotic take capsule. Yeah. I'll tell you the ones I take and you can put them on your... And I literally wrote, wrote this down when oh, I was oh, reading yeah. You're like, uh, you can't help it. <laughs> you're like, you yes, have to share. yes. Oh, that's oh, brilliant. For, for also for our listeners, what do you think, what's your take on those um, yoni steam bath things? Like when the girls sit on the little pots and the steams the vaginas? No, I think once you do this, because like everything, like you, you know, you, I always pray that may people find what they are looking for without within. Yeah, okay. Mm. okay so okay. everything that you want to be yeah. has to be fought, has to be dealt with from, from within. Inside, yeah, of course. So if you're taking your vitamin C, your fermented vegetables, your probiotics, you're eating your nuts, omega-rich food, you're not going to need yeah. to, to risk three-degree burns, burns yeah. whilst you sit over <laughs> some steam. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I just think like if you just like... And you know, some people will now think, oh, all five is hectic. Start with the probiotic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Start somewhere. Mm-hmm. Start with the probiotic and build that up. And before you know it, you're just whole without, you know. Yeah. But then th- for those people who do it, then knock yourself out. But you don't want to burn yourself. Yeah. Yet you can. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yet you can, like, literally, you know, do everything from within. All right, all right. guys. So you, you have it. Happy vaginas. Happy vagina care. Yeah, you know? So, um,. We're going to be looking forward to some feedback That's from right. our listeners. Please do try any of these five steps, if not all of them. Mm-hmm. And um, and now I'm going to go Google five foods to make your penis happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, you know what it is. So, yeah. um, if I find them, I'll let you know. Please do. Man, because <laughs> if I find them, I'll send them in. It's been an absolute trip having you here. Thank you, so, <laughs> Thank you much. so much. And um, hopefully we can get to see ourselves again in Cape Town. No. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I'm going to ask him why today. Okay. Once he says yes, let's work at it. All right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And another thing I was going to say too is um, you're, you've mentioned all this stuff you're doing, the the, the, the seminars and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, where can people go online to Okay, so 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 at the moment we've worked on a website mm-hmm. and I don't know the website. Okay. My technical guy is actually physically outside now. Okay, yeah. um, but if you go to my Instagram... Instagram. Mm-hmm. And you want to be coached or you want to know where my workshop is, mm-hmm. just ask me. Like, I, I do spend some time on Instagram, mm-hmm. and then I can always direct people okay. to to where to go. I'm happy to, mostly I'm happy to coach groups, mm-hmm. so I can come and do a workshop with 10 people, mm-hmm. or I can do a workshop in a company, mm-hmm. like, you know. Um, one-on-one, as I said to you, unless you're referred mm-hmm. to me, mm-hmm. I will not take one-on-one from Instagram. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I don't think it's safe for me. Mm-hmm. So the Instagram handle is official Makosi. Official Makosi. Official Makosi. I'm also on YouTube, but ah. once you guys post your yeah, YouTube, yeah. just link me up, and mm-hmm. then once 100%. I post it on mine, I'll link you guys up. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Sounds great. Yeah. Sounds great. Ah, thank you again. Yeah, thank yes. you for having this me. This has been an enlightening one. Ah. Yes, I, I definitely look forward to listening to it again. Like I should go out and do shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that should happen. <laughs> thank you. You know. Right. So thank you for having me, guys. Oh, yeah. I love oh, this. Something we do. Oh, yes. You almost forgot. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Something we do. Um, so, you can have the honors. Oh, thank you very much. All right. Okay. So are you mm-hmm. um, seeing anybody? Or is there anybody out there who believes they are seeing you? Am I seeing anybody? Or is there anybody out there who believes they are seeing me? I am. 
Okay. Oh, wow, okay. This, this is is this our first one? No, no, there have been a few. Oh, okay, because usually everybody who comes in here Single. is on the market. Okay, so they, I was going to, we we're going to sell your market. We're going to sell your That's what we do for our Okay. Guests. Oh, if, if you are interested. that's but, amazing. But since you are, <laughs> guys, sorry, out there, tough. <laughs> I bet a lot of people are like, damn it. <laughs> Someone beat me oh, to the well. punch. Congratulations. I love, I love, love them. <laughs> And all the best in it all. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Yes. It was better than ever. Great. But did you, but did you, have we stopped? No, we haven't no, we're yet. Still on, okay. We're about to. But, 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 did, but did you see, did you see how 